0: Hello there. So, uh, the next uh, pay per view review I'm doing, it's a uh, No 8 2000. I'm currently doing a series, a, a mixture of either October pay per views or pay per views which feature uh, classic Hell in a Cell matches. And this, of course, is No 8 2000 from February 2000, features a classic Hell in a Cell match uh, between Cactus Jack and Triple H. And, uh, it also features so much more than that, to be fair. So, um, I'll get to that one later. but. The show gets off to a and start. You've got the other title on the line between uh, Chris Jericho defending against Kurt Angle. Uh, what you've got here, Angle has only been in the uh, on the show with the WWE, on, on WWE TV for just over three months at this point. he made his debut at Survivor Series 1999 and he's already took to the WWE style like a duck to water. He just got it instantly. One of the people who just clicked so quickly and great thing about this match beforehand is they both do a promo they actually let them both have a have the mic which is a great thing not just go out there and have a match no they've got two good talkers so you let them go out and talk which adds all the more to it and then they have the match and the match itself is excellent the other thing I would point out is uh, Jericho Angle was the European champion coming into this match so he was going to be a double champion and he ended up doing it Jericho went for the lion salt so, angle sneak the belt into the ring and hit jericho with it the referee didn't see it angle wins and angle is the Eurocontinental champion after this so you have it he's a double champion he's only just been on three and a half months uh, and it was well earned because this guy just clicked straight away you just know smarks nowadays would be like yeah you did, you did. Hey, you it's like you shut up and you were something like angle you go with him and the second rookie year of all time I would say uh, after Brock Lesnar I would say in 2002 but yeah Angle absolute legend this was a cracking way to start the show off showing the strength and depth if this is the curtain jerker which, which tells you everything. Uh, speaking of which next match tag titles is the new age outlaws defending against the Dudley boys two top tag teams here now I've never been a Dudley's fan but yeah I get it I'm in the minority here but there you have it they, they have a really good entertaining match And the Dudleys won the tag titles. Again, showing the strength and depth from the undercard here. And, uh, yeah, so you're two for two. Two, a really strong show to this start with two new champions. Two title changes, so this is off to a flyer. Up next, uh, Mark Henry versus Viscera. I think this was added literally uh, just the night of the show, just on Sunday Night Heat. There was a... Thing that showed that viscera in the build. Oh, I vaguely mind this. It was like, did this big splash on me, young who was going out with Mark Henry at this time, and of course was pregnant. And they'd eventually give birth to a nice little hand. So, pff, there you have it. But, um, yeah, this is this match itself is actually fine. It's only a few minutes, it's a big man match. Mark Henry wins by slamming viscera, which is quite impressive in itself, quite an impressive visual. So, yeah, match is fine, even for a little. Filler, filler match. This is actually good for what it is, but as good as you could expect. And you've got, and you've got to say, you have to take your hat off to me. Young. I think she was. At the commentator she was like seventy-seven at this time, and she was getting in there, getting taking bumps like this, and she was going through tables with the Dudleys during this time and everything. It's just unbelievable. That's off to me, young. What a legend. Our uh, next uh, Edge and Christian attack title match, uh, not a tag title match, a number one contenders match. Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. Again, what this actually shows is the strength and depth here. One thing i have forgotten was that uh, Terry Runnels used to be with the Hardys, so she she, she got put through the tail by the ladies, uh, but she was accompanied Hardys to out. Like. But uh, she actually shoved one of them. Up. I think it was Matt shoved off the top rope, and it led to Christian doing the unprettier or the kill switches as it used. To. Dane got called and winning the match. That's a really good match. Really entertaining. And uh, yeah, there you have it. And Terry stabbed them in the back because she didn't protect them well enough and she brought out the APA as well as, as things. So yeah, good. The team that I like won. Ancient Christian, hooray! Hardys, boo. Never liked the Hardys, never will. Overrated. But there you have it. That might be a, an unpopular opinion there, but I don't care. That's an opinion I have and I'm sticking to it. Uh, up next, we come to the one real bad note on this show, there's a match here between the Big Boss Man and Taz, uh, it only lasts like 1 minute and 23 seconds, it's a disqualification like Prince Albert gets involved, to be honest this is a complete piss break, I have no idea why this is on the show, to be honest, it only lasts a minute or so and then there's a disqualification, it's, it's just a waste of time, to be honest. Uh, if you put this on a Raw and SmackDown, nobody would miss this on this show. However, it only lasts a couple of minutes, so it's not as if it kills the momentum of the show or anything. It's just kind of—it's kind of pointless, but it doesn't kill the momentum of the show. So it's—it's it's just out of place when everything else is so good. So yeah, well, moving on. Forget that, Bish. Up next though, X Pac versus Kane, no holds barred match. Yeah, cracking match. Funnily enjoyed this. Great storyline as well. How like X Pac betrayed Kane, as well, and went off with Tori, who was his girlfriend. That's not Tori Wilson, but the another Tori, who's nowhere near as hot as Tory Wilson, but she wasn't bad. We'll give her that. I remember the Kane Tombstone down JR started calling her Tombstone Tory, So, uh, JR and his commentary. What can you say? But uh, anyway. Uh, That's cracking match, great, really great story. And I showed as well in the video package when Kane shot a flame thrower in the expert. Uh, sorry, expat shot a, k- a flame thrower at Kane's face. Uh good stuff. The wild, the wildness of the attitude era. But there you have it. Uh, Kane wins. I think he's, he manages to push the hit the chair and push steps down on Kane, so he's pinning Kane down with steps. So expat gets the fluke and the shock win here, which was a genuine shock. You kind of expect to win here just to destroy xpac but no this was a nice little swerve, actually to be honest i liked xpac i never got the whole xpac heat thing i never really got it but i always liked them but there you have it i never liked the hardies and everyone else liked them so there you go maybe it's just me there you have it Uh, anyway up next you've got a two cool in a 6 man tag against the Radicals, which was Benoit, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn. Eddie Guerrero wasn't in this match, he was just at ringside, he he's selling a shoulder injury at this point. And I think this was the pay per view debut of the Radicals and it's surprisingly too cool win. I'm fine with that, I know people would complain about that nowadays and maybe it's pettiness with them being the next WCW guys possibly is saying will job you out in your first pay-per-view match but to be honest the only radical I ever liked was eddie and he's not in this match so fine never liked any of the other three boring fucks, so suits me the match is actually fine quite entertaining and the entertaining team wins so you know what no complaints from me I, I'm, I'm quite happy here up next rock versus big show and the winner is to face the wwf champion at wrestlemania and yeah, this was because cool they were the the last two left in the Royal Rumble and The Rock's feet at first and then, while well, it was eliminating The Big Show but The Rock was declared the winner. I don't know if that was actually meant to happen or if it was just a, a mistake or a botch or whatever, but oh well, they made a storyline out of it. They made that The Big Show should go there and he gets his match. <laughs> Great. Had yeah. to love though this is vintage rock when I mean, they're showing in the video package and then the rock was talking about the big show having, having video evidence of the one thing the big show does impressively. <laughs> ah, you got a lot great times, great time. Match itself really great, really good, fast paced, Enter, thoroughly entertaining, just goes along at a canakin pace. Uh, the finish is, you know, you've got Shane McMahon comes in when the referee's down, he ends up hitting the rock with a chair and big show wins. So, yeah, you know why it's done. It's done so you can then get Big Show into the main event, Rocks in the main event as well, and eventually you go to the, the, the four-way main event for WrestleMania 2000. It, it became a bit of a clusterfuck after this, unfortunately. So I can't actually remember the reasons why Shane joined Big Show here, but I know they did the McMahon in every corner. Like, It basically became all about the McMahons the WrestleMania main event. But, eh, well, it is what it is. But the match is thoroughly entertaining. So there you have it. And we come now to the main event, which was a classic. Hell in a Cell, Cactus Jack versus Triple H. They'd had a hellacious and absolute phenomenal street fight at Royal Rumble a month earlier. And so this was the logical way to, to go out with this. And the big stipulation also being, if Cactus lost, he'd have to retire. Uh, and this is a phenomenal match, absolutely brilliant. I actually think like this is better than Undertaker, and mankind. I actually genuinely do think this is better. I think this is only one of two. I think, uh, yeah, two proper Hell in a Cell match. I, th- I think he fully had a forgettable TV Hell in a Cell match with Kane, which nobody f- talks about. And there was a tag Hell in a Cell as well on a Raw once. Uh, I don't know if the bell ever rang, but it was like Austin, Undertaker versus Kane and Mankind, but nobody ever won it. So. Ah, well it is what it is but yeah this one this to me this is actually a better match than the match with him and undertaker at king even though it's not as remembered as fondly i think it is actually a little bit better overall it's more of a spec it is more there's more to it and i think it's a fantastic match absolutely brilliant and then you get to the bit when they're up on on top of the cell and the, it's an incredible image when they like when he lights the barbed wire bar, baseball bat barbie on fire it's an incredible image Fantastic. Of course, he goes through the cell again, ends up uh, landing, uh, landing on it, and uh, Triple H wins. So that is the end of Cactus Jack. But Mick Foley was retired for a month because he got put into that WrestleMania main event. But then he actually did retire for. I don't think he had a match for something like six years after this, till he fought Edge at WrestleMania 23. So yeah, there you have it. But no, nah, this is one of the all-time great Hell in a Cell matches. It's like what I've talked about in the past is how these days when they just do the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view for the sake of it and how they've now bastardized the Cell match, It's kind of means nothing. But this this rivalry deserved a Hell in a Cell to finish it. And Triple H and Mick Foley always worked brilliantly together. Even going back to 1997, if you look at when they had the King of the Ring final, that match that opened SummerSlam ninety seven, the Steel Cage with Mankind and Triple H fantastic stuff and the, the, and the, it came full circle to see the main event for the belt inside the cell was just outstanding stuff absolutely loved this this was a brilliant match one of the all-time great hell in a cell matches and this pay-per-view almost i mean the taz and big boss man thing was kind of pointless but only the last couple of minutes so it didn't really hurt the show everyone else it showed strength and depth up and down the card Fast paced, thoroughly entertaining. Forgot to mention Kurt Angle as well after he won the Intercontinental title. There little f- funny backstage things where he's like celebrating with the fans and things like get with a megaphone. And then right before, just before the main event starts, Jericho shoves him in the trunk of a car and then drives off. So, uh, Good stuff. Nowadays you just have a match and then maybe a, a backstage interview and then that'd be it. But no, it was, it was the full entertainment package. So yeah, there you have it. No A8 2000 has a fantastic Hell in a Cell match. And it's a great, great, it's more than just that. though. No, it is a great show from top to bottom. Fantastic show. Well worth watching if you ever get judged too. Now, the next review I will be doing will be also from the year 2000. This time it will be an October pay-per-view, which is No Mercy 2000. That will be the next one. So thank you very much for listening there and uh, goodbye.